Saturday boys, knock knock new by today. It's not my decision, it's coming from the top. Probably going to get laid off next week myself, eh? Best figure out something else soon, fellas. This might last a while there. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, what, what am I gonna do? Oh, oh my god, my wife's gonna leave me in this time for sure. What am I gonna do? Ugh, can't believe we all just got laid off in the middle of a fucking housing crisis. Jeez. I thought we were way behind. I thought we needed more houses and that we needed to catch up. Oh, be a carpenter, they say. Be a carpenter in Canada, you never run out of the work, they say. What the fuck? Uh... How the fuck am I supposed to pay my rent next month? You're still paying rent? <laughs> I stopped paying my rent five months ago. My landlord can't do a thing. Just gonna wait for the landlord-tenant board hearing and then pack my bags up and move right before. Hey, uh, did, did, did you guys uh, see the videos on the TikTok uh, with, the, with the people waiting in the lines for the jobs? Like, it's crazy. What, what the fuck we gonna do, man? I was thinking of becoming a realtor. Yeah, me too. All of these uh, fucking uh, stinking uh, immigrants are gonna take all of our Canadian jobs, eh? What the fuck? Or the robots. Or the aliens. Oh my god, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna lose the car, I'm gonna lose the house, I'm gonna lose the pool, I'm gonna lose the wife, I'm gonna lose the girlfriend, I'm gonna lose everything! Oh my god, what am I gonna do? Oh shit. Oh shit, uh, it's uh, my wife, what am I gonna do? Oh my god! Don't answer that. What are you doing? Are you crazy? Oh my god, it's uh, my wife, what am I gonna do, guys? Uh, what, what, uh, hello? Oh, honey, how you doing? Yeah, no, everything is great. It's not like we're gonna lose everything or something. Um, uh, sorry, uh, I can't hear you. Uh, I gotta... The Maybe we could start a podcast. Seems like any putts could do it these days. You just need a microphone. Maybe we should become home inspectors. Any idiot can become a home inspector. All you need is a hard hat, clipboard, and a TikTok channel. Maybe I could start one of those OnlyFans pages. All you need is for a little bit of a, you know. Or maybe it's time for the Canadian Real Estate Show. Live from Calgary, Alberta. TK. Oh, the labor laws. Oh. oh my gosh, we're gonna get oh recorded. Oh my god, who was Holy that smokes. little midget at the beginning? What was that? He was that the uh, foreman on the site. You know, they have to hire younger and younger these days. I guess so. That right, they we're can, running out of labor yeah. apparently. There's a labor That's shortage. That's what saying. Labor shortage. And there's too much labor now. And there's this too is... much labor. Doesn't make oh. any sense. You know. I Does still think anything? we got enough people who are ready to, when the economy changes, all right, when everybody doesn't have a job and that you can't work from home and you can't go and get your cushy, fancy, white collar job that you were hoping to get because you got a university degree and your wife's got, you know, two kids at home under two or three and she's and yelling she's at working you because three you're, jobs. Not make, you're not making <laughs> enough money. You're going to pick up a hammer and you're going to go start building houses. All right. There's some no, no guys such thing as a labor shortage. Man. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I don't understand what's going on at all, to be honest with you. Uh, you got lineups for people out the door at malls for jobs. Like, have you seen these videos? No. I don't not, like what, first of all, what's so great a job that there's so many people lining up for it, right? Maybe like, you get like 50% off at like Lululemon or something, you know? I don't know. I think it was so, like a security job or something, but like security job. What, what, I don't see Look, people line up for jobs. Like if you have a really good job and you got like a hundred positions and you're like, all right, everybody come to who the hell has a hundred Saturday at 3 PM because we're about to hire a bunch of new people. You're going to have a lineup. And then some guy films it, puts it on Twitter. He's like, people are lining up for jobs. Right. Meanwhile, it's for like the new it's frozen. Like every one of those people place. ended up getting the job. They only had that 100 positions. 80 people showed up. Yeah, it was for like uh, online, man. Actors. It's for background actors for something. <laughs> like every one of them got a job. So, so I see that the uh, average price somehow is up. Uh, <laughs> This is what happened. Can you explain to me what's going on here? It's a very simple here? mathematical. Well, let's back uh, up a sec, here. though. Like, it what? doesn't feel like 
So average price in the market has it gone go up. up, right? Average price of the market didn't. didn't average home did not increase in value. Did That's not. a better way to word it. Mm -hmm. Because we had such little sales. So overall, there's this huge bundle of sales that are happening. It's shrinking, it's shrinking, it's shrinking, it's shrinking. But the people who aren't affected by interest rates, the people who have the money, the higher net worth people, the people who are buying for whatever reasons, a bunch of different reasons, they're buying more expensive properties because they have the money to do so, right? They still transacted. So they're propping up the numbers? So because that many more, the share of higher end properties were, that was sold um, were higher end properties. The, it's a higher share of higher end properties was sold. It means that the average price will appear to be higher. Are we in a skit right now? No. Are you doing shit? Am I wearing a fake mustache? What the fuck is that bullshit? That's a what bunch you, of this is what all the realtors are saying right now. If last month that three means houses like, sold, if three houses sold last month, that's a bunch of shit. That means like were all, no, and they were all a million dollars. The average sale price I was a million dollars. I get the theory, but that means the no next month, lower priced houses. If two sold. houses sell, and one was two million, and one was one million. The yeah. average price is now one point five. Hold on. So like like a thousand under eight hundred sold, and then like when you only have four thousand sales, sold? it's yeah. easier for that number to skew the average prices. It's easier for those higher end to infiltrate. When you got ten thousand sales, so this is those two hundred high end sales don't really matter. This but is when bad. Four thousand right? sales, it matters more. But so this is bad because that means like the guys that were thinking they were getting these big bucks didn't get the big bucks. For sure, right? Mm -hmm. And then that means that it has to be a ton of like cheaper shit as part of the mix. Like, how do you get to that one? What what was the number again? Like, how do you get to that average price if we're blaming it on all these higher end homes that are all Regardless, selling for like seven, twelve million dollars? But, but when those higher end homes are selling, because I've been looking at a lot of them, this but they're last not week, even selling. The ones that are selling, it's like yeah. asking price five point three sold four point five, three point seven, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a huge discount because the people with fucked. money are just like, wait a second. This is an opportunity for me to now go and get the house I want because I don't need a mortgage. I don't even know why you want to go oh, move into a, a nice neighborhood anymore. Did you see our friend Jason, who yeah. uh, was who, who's coming in, I think, next week again, if, yeah. if not next week, the week after he's coming in. soon. his mom was his mom lives in a really nice area like she lives in Rosedale and she was attacked by a homeless person and she broke her wrist and had a black eye as a result of the uh the mugging in rosedale well, I, I hope she's okay and i and i hope she's that, okay uh, she's okay she's not you know uh scared to go outside and then she recovers 100 but if i'm a homeless no, she's got mugger, a mask she's okay if i'm a homeless mugger i'm probably gonna go do it in rosedale well there, that seems like the place to, to go and do a that whole you know? encampment in rosedale right? <laughs> like so, what the fuck is if i'm if on? i'm if i'm homeless i'm moving to santa barbara and i'm living under the pier down was by that? the ocean front on the beach but, you know, if I can't get there, I might be thinking about, you know, going there something in Rosedale. <laughs> I guess that's like the next logical place. Like, why, why would you want to be one of Rosedale. the, 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 you know, less uh, attractive so, the, neighborhoods? So, but the, the, the people in Rosedale have banded together for years and have been very successful at making sure developers and development is not successful in Rosedale. But they can't get rid of the tent city. Homeless people don't show up to the community consultation. And they don't give a fuck. Right? They don't <laughs> they listen. Don't, they just don't reply. Who's got they're, this they're thing no right? They're no fixed address. What's These going on? Do we have like, our guests ready to go today or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. This guy's ready and we'll bring raring him, to go. We'll bring him in and we'll talk about all the stuff we need to talk about. Well, before we do, TK, this is a perfect time to get people to subscribe to the channel and Absolutely. join the 5,000... Other people, TK, we did it. We have 5,000 people 5, that are like people willing. Yeah. We kind of blew past 5,000. We're closer to 6,000 now than we are to 5,000. If you don't, don't believe, believe you that. can go backwards. Yeah, but, you can go uh, backwards. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you can't go backwards. If you can't go backwards, we're way closer, closer to 6,000, 6, right? Yeah. Thank you. So, this is math. Um, yeah. So subscribe. subscribe. Help us Up out because the goal wasn't five; it was six thousand. Remember, TK, we got to get to six thousand by December. I'm pretty sure I said something. Baz, like. we want to get that sweater, mm. right? 
So subscribe to the channel, 5K. Don't forget about the Clips channel, right? The Clips channel's on fire. That thing is doing better than this channel. Yeah, so go like check if you're already sick of us talking because yeah. you're like eight minutes in, That's you're perfect. better off just to go to the Clips channel because it's a lot easier content to digest. Yes, and don't forget now we have a TikTok and we have a Twitter channel or whatever the hell it's called, that X. Yeah, but if you're here already, thing. you don't need to see those. You don't need any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And most importantly, Wednesday, uh, October 11th, 2 p.m., there's a webinar for Cranston Capital for those of you that may or may not be interested in the deal of a lifetime. Yeah, check out the link. Um, check out I don't know what else to tell you. To people everything. who are involved in this are all very experienced and they know exactly what to look for in deals and they're all like chomping at the bit to get in. So no promises, fantastic. but get on the registry, get in the webinar and uh, check it out. Yeah, lots of links below. Lots of links below. Now we have Marty. This guy's funny. Please subscribe and... Well, are you a real estate agent and you're looking to make a change? Anywhere in Ontario, guess what? We're hiring. Franklin and Associates, number one team in the GTA for all Remax teams. Number one team for all teams from all companies for number of units sold. Uh, throughout Toronto. So if you're looking to make a change, best decision I ever made was to join Franklin Associates. Go to jointeamleo.com and we can set up a call. Hey, uh, is it uh, just me or is it uh, getting uh, crazy here? Huh? This guy is like a big time TikToker. But what's great Pretty is he's like in... our Best in, avenue to find guests is TikTokers. Lately, they it has all, been. They all so, say yes when you ask them to join. Since I got banned from uh, from Twitter, I had to find a new pool of resources to. Mm. But these guys are you more know, willing. You know to your join life's right on track when you get banned fun, from Twitter, right? This is exactly where <laughs> you want to be: yeah. banned from Twitter and trying to figure out TikTok. And That's now we're my life. TikTok, Marty. Just, how's it going? Can you hear me? Well, we yep. can hear you. Hey, well, perfect. How's it going this morning? So far, so good. How about you? Fantastic. It's Beautiful early there or it's late there? You look familiar, like you were maybe in the uh, intro skit today. Yeah, Do you work been. at a construction site by any chance? Well, it's, it's possible. I've been on them before. Yeah? Swinging a hammer? What leads to someone swinging a hammer? What's going on when someone's about to pick up a hammer and start pounding it into you know pieces of wood? In, in, Canada, in Canada. For, yeah, in right? Canada. It has to be a different is that about passion process. or is it like, I need to make some money and I'm going to go swing this hammer to. Well, let's myself. be honest. So I'm originally from the East coast and it was definitely about making some money. Right. Cause you looked at all the other options. You were like, you know what? Swinging that hammer right now is going to give me the most amount of money the, the, in the fastest amount of time. That's what I'm going to go. Well, do. It's also the most amount of satisfaction to go and smash something. There you go. Ah, right? There's a, yeah, there's, I never you know, thought a about that. A, a little bit of B, right. But what so we with were the new nail guns just, though, do you get to do that? Does that eliminate oh, that? more satisfactory? That even better. It's, you feel like even more, but now the problem is instead of, you know, let's say back in the day when I started, you had to actually hammer every nail in and you maybe put three or four nails in something. Now they'll put 30. 30. And most of them don't hit the target. They just go through oh. something. I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say that by the time Daryl and I got a nail in that, that nail gun's going to have about 200 nails somewhere else. You know, yeah. and because ours would be all crooked and stuff, we'd have to re restart. You know, I admire that those guys who can just boom, 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 boom. You know, with the hammer, those guys got skills. Well, I mean, honestly, right now with the way construction is going in Calgary, you guys would fit right in with missing most of the nails. It's all good. Perfect, but you just got to give them a nail gun. See, this is what we're talking about. Technology solves these labor issues. Everyone thinks, oh, the guys don't know how to lay tile. Do you know what kind of um, tricks they've got now to lay tile they got the lasers they got those little clips that evens everything out Damn, you can still lay, can't fucking do you it can right. lay tile for the first time in your life and do a half decent <laughs> job you know because of all the improvements to technology i'm telling you, the, you this is what in theory direction we're heading in yeah when the robots get a hold of it the problem is still the humans are involved in the process right and most of them as marty's whole channel can attest to don't give a fuck right like I've wa I watch his videos and some of the stuff these guys like try and pull is unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I we, did really a new home. we did a new it home. Makes wonder now with the new construction, especially uh, just even like the skill level of the trades that we're dealing with, 
and the fact that the builders are not keeping track of, you know, who's actually working on the site and doing any accountability prior to, you know, the homeowner taking it and then us showing up. I mean, some right. of the stuff that we're finding never should have made it to the point that it's at right now. So what, what we're going to find is we're going to find houses that were built, finished and, and occupied in 2020, 21, 22, maybe 23 that are going to be the worst built houses we've ever seen because the builder sold them back in 2018 or 19, thinking that his costs were going to be X and he got a certain price and he had a contract with the buyer. And then as time went on and the pandemic hit and his building costs in some cases doubled, right? They say it's an average of 35% or whatever. But if you really look at some of the costs, some of them doubled and they cut every corner they could to finish those houses. So the houses that you're inspecting now and that I've had a couple of dealings with recently are some of the worst finished houses I've ever seen because of the situation, right? And we well, got to be careful. That. And honestly, the bigger problem with it all is the fact that we don't have the skilled trade base anymore that we had 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you could actually start a trade while you were in high school, right? And then they took all of that out of the school education system. And now all the baby boomers have retired. And now we're looking at a trade base that's starting at between 20 and 24 years old. So a lot of that high education trade of the old guys who were around, they never got to pass that knowledge down. And everybody was pushed to universities and out of the trades. And then now we're paying the consequences for it now. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, I, I, I was a builder a long time ago. And even before I was a builder, I worked for other builders. And I actually ran a considerable amount of framing crews. And, and the amount of stuff that, went on like you know you're you got to build the same house like a hundred times almost and and the amount of different ways people come up with to frame the exact same plan on the same foundation in the same street is unbelievable and it's like like you're saying that the skilled pool has never been there there, there might have been guys at the top of the, the 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 pool who gave a fuck more than now because I remember before, like, no, it was like a wild west. Maybe it's different in Calgary than Toronto or the timing of things changes. But I'm talking 20 years ago, like it was the wild west. And you were going and seeing like some of these houses, if you put roller skates on, you'd roll right out the front door. Right. So, so I don't know if it's a skilled issue. I think it's more like there's just more construction and still no skill. Well, and it's a desire now to actually want to do the quality. Yeah. Who the fuck wants well. to do it? That's a big now. one. That's a big one there. The, right? pr like the pride be, in the work. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, it was kind of like when I started in the trades, the idea was that I was going to show up every day, put my time in, do my job to the best of my ability with the hope of making more money. Right. I wanted to show that, you know, I'm going to show up on time every day. I'm going to be there late every day. I'm going to make sure that, you know, my wall goes up. It's plumb. Nails are in the right spot. Everything's square. Job site's kept clean. Perfect. You know, I do that for a few months. All of a sudden, my boss comes by and says, hey, you're doing fantastic work. Here's another dollar now. Well, now a lot of it, they want to make that top dollar the second they're out of school without doing the work first. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's a massive problem right now. And it's across the country. Right, I'm originally from the East Coast, and it's just as bad back there now as it is out here. I, I heard on the sites, right, just the pride of like, how much work are we going to get done today? Wow, look at how much we finished today. Look at how much we accomplished. Look at, you know, your crew is faster than my crew, like all that kind of stuff. You used to really get projects going fast, and now everyone's just like, you know what? It looks like it might rain today. I think we should leave early. I don't know. I mean, it says on the forecast it might rain, and if we go home and then it starts, we could, you know, have traffic. Let's just leave anyways, just in case. And then it becomes four day work weeks and and the the, the least amount of work possible every single day. So I don't know. Is it unions? Is it that? Is that the fault? Is it the unions? No, it's not even that. It's like, it's like it's just profit. It's dollars and cents, and it's like everybody just needs to get more in. Like I remember, guys would be lined up at the at the super's trailer and you'd be it's just like he's signing off he's not looking at the stuff you know and it's like just give me the completion slip because you get the completion slip means you get paid right and we'll fix it later is a big theme in the industry like well we don't have to do that now we'll we'll pass they'll they'll move in we'll get the money and we'll deal with it later right which is great for marty because you know 
the more more and more people need to hire him to fight against the system that doesn't work for the people, right? Let's let's no, introduce let's Marty first. Marty, let's just figure out. Sorry. Tell people tell people who you are and what you do that way because people. Will so know. I'm a certified master inspector out here in Calgary, Alberta. Um, we run an inspection company and we, you know, do post-possession inspections. We do, you know, pre-list inspections. But right now, a lot of our business is running off of, you know, brand new construction. So we'll come in. Some builders will allow us to come in early, which is great. And they kind of look at it like a third party coming in just to double check on their work. And they'll take that as a deficiency list to make sure that it's done prior to the owner's taking occupancy. And then other times we'll go in basically right after occupancy in that first week and do a full inspection and then provide a very disheartening list to the uh, buyer of the home. To the buyer, you know, not to the builder. Today, eh? we're, we're in Calgary too, just so you know. Yeah. We flew Sorry. over. So, you so, know so, our backgrounds today. We're in Calgary too. Oh, exactly. Yeah, just, just pointing that out, right? Just wanted yeah. to make you feel at home. So, 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 but do you notice that it's worse on the new construction than it is on the renovations? Or it like really a... depends. I mean, we've got some fantastic builders. And even with that, I mean, everybody's always asking us out here, well, who's a good builder? Who's a bad builder? Well, the way the builders are set up now, you might have one builder working in 20 different neighborhoods. And, you know, they might be not doing great in three of the 20 neighborhoods. Well, it doesn't mean it's a bad builder as a whole. It just means they've got bad crews and bad supervision in that particular neighborhood. So that part's always kind of tricky on our end. Uh, apart from the renovations, it's the infills in Calgary right now that are the bane of everyone's existence. So and with the infill is, I'm sure you guys have the same in Toronto. They'll come and buy a smaller property inner city, knock it down and put a big duplex up. And then now that duplex each side will sell for 1.3, 1.4 million. And it's finished like a doghouse. It's terrible. Like dog but if from Toronto is going to buy it. Yeah. I got a, I got a site, I got site a, a property. I got a property where it was renovated and um, the owner bought the property, uh, did the whole entire renovation, no permits. So Perfect. underpinning, uh, oh my God. HVAC, electrical, structural deck, like you name it. Right. So we get the listing, you know, we we sell the property to somebody, they do an inspection and then they come back to us because it looks really good. When you look at everything, you're just like, okay, the house is renovated. It looks nice. Inspector came back and was just like, this place is absolutely finished to hell. And so don't, you know, don't buy it. Buyer backed out, right? A couple of weeks later, you know, we're still trying to sell it. She gets a work order on the property from, uh, from the city saying, hey, somebody called in and found out that, you know, you didn't have the permits yet so we took the property off the market she got the permits she fixed the things we're looking to get it sold now we're working on it but she found out from the city inspector when he came back it was an agent who called to report the work that was not done without a permit so some yeah, bitter agent that happened for whatever to reason called the city to say hey go and check out this lady she didn't get a permit you know and she did everything she could by the book there was things missing that the home inspector picked up there's more more just aesthetic stuff that was sloppy but at the end of the day, she's getting it all fixed and she has to now. There's a work order. That's how I got busted building illegal houses by Terion back in like 2008. Like as like it wasn't bad enough that the whole market was crumbling on top of me. Like I pissed off the agent that had the, the house listed and he called Terion on me and I got busted. I had to deal with all of that crap to get my Terion to sell the houses as the prices are plummeting. Like it's so crazy, but yeah, you don't want to piss off a agent. That's for sure. Especially in a down market. Yeah. Everybody's so happy in an up market. All these things are not as big a deal when the prices when are going making up, money. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what's interesting. Calgary, the prices are still going crazy. Sales are still going crazy. Like there's no down market in Calgary right now, is there? Well, we seem to be in our own little bubble out here right now. And then, you know, the big thing for us with all our permitting out here is everybody assumes that the city actually steps foot in every single property. And the city will take basically a base average from the builder in a neighborhood. They don't have the manpower to go in and out of every single property. So if a builder is building 10 homes on a street, maybe three or four of those homes actually had the city walk through them. The rest yeah. of them will just get a blanket sign off if it's the same trades. 
Depends on the inspector. Like wow. I, I remember yeah. I would have an inspector who would like check every single bolt and make yeah. sure. And he would mark down like bolt on this, uh, like on this piece of wood is like needs to be tightened and like throughout the whole house. And then I had guys who would come in and go, hey, guys, I'm here. OK, have a nice day. Right. And just yeah. leave. And he did the inspection. And it's like. Well, we saw we saw uh, recently um, a report that says that right now there are less homes under construction currently than there were uh, in May 2020, basically at the like the end of the world moment uh, for COVID. Right. When everyone was basically like, whoa, 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 hold back. We you know something's happening. There's less houses under construction now than that point. So how does that affect the inspectors now are the inspectors do they have more times on their hand are they going to start you know making those inspections a little bit better as far as city inspectors home inspectors now you know like are you guys doing less inspections the market obviously is booming right now in calgary, in calgary so yeah more but in ontario there's going to be less right i'm talking about ontario too actually i'm not i don't know about canada yeah um but you know those type of things right when you look at it you say okay well how does that impact the construction industry and there's so many different dialogues what do you think's going on right now with divorces Right now, a divorce, I heard this this week, a divorce um, uh, resolution company. How, what, this come their from? business. What do you, how do you think it's doing right now? Booming, bro. Booming. Probably booming Marty? since COVID. Booming. It's slower than ever. Slower than ever because you know everybody why? got divorced in COVID. People can't afford to get divorced. Uh... People are staying together because they're looking at their options and they're saying, right now, if I get divorced and then he takes the house and I got to pay my own bills. And then, you know, we got to, what's the, the house worth is the, the problem. Gas, and then we got to get, they're not getting divorced. What the so their business the is worth? slower than ever because of the environment. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you have these little dynamics in the market. Like you don't after think about you them. hear the answer. It makes sense. But before he yeah. said the answer, it was the opposite that I thought. Right. Exactly. You too. Right. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. So, so, okay. So, so, why the hell is Calgary so busy right now is really like, is it everybody there from Toronto or Ontario? Do you, do you have a lot of new people so there? We, we can get into a new neighborhood and basically that entire street of a new neighborhood will be half BC and half Ontario. For real. Right. It's just, what about India? What about it's India? Still, is the other side um, of the street Indian? Possibly. I'm not I'm not joking. I'm not trying to be racist or anything either, but like there seems to be a lot more Indians here in Toronto, that's for sure. And I've seen charts that prove the theory is true. Like we've had like 80% of the immigration is from India. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. We have whole neighborhoods out in Calgary that are primarily Indian neighborhoods. Pretty crazy. And a lot of the sub trades must be Indian now. No? If I'm moving to Canada, like I'm going to Calgary. Like I don't have any connections anywhere else. Calgary yeah, why looks not? like a, a big city, like all the other ones. It, it has that the people are all the same. It's probably it's got all the exact same CN stores Tower. and resources and jobs. They, they have something that looks like the CN Tower. Yeah, I mean, right? who knows the difference, anyways? And I'm like, prices are half. I'm like, I'm going to Calgary. And gas is cheaper there, isn't it? Uh it's. I don't know. What do you guys pay there for gas? It's like two bucks a liter. Regular right now is one fifty. Oh, change. regular. Who? Yeah. You have you use regular? I thought every car needs like ninety one now. No, just the cars that you drive, Joe. Damn, it's a bad move. I'm telling you, it was a bad. Move, it's yeah. a bad idea. Although I remember, I used to be really afraid when I used to fill up my Ford F one fifty back in the day. I was broke building houses tons of cash coming in and out but like broke man the market was going to hell and filling that thing up was like painful and you had to stand there for so long because the tank is huge right 180 bucks to fill up a tank it was back in like 2007 world's crumbling you're standing there like an idiot trying to figure out which credit card you're going to use to pay for gas oi how do people do this on and on and on they make do. Well, back right now, people are just you know you see them at the pump every day now. Even and in, that's even Calgary. The cost of living has gone up here exponentially in the last couple of years. And you know you'll see people at the pump and you tell they're having that internal conversation of, okay, I, I do twenty dollars of this today, then I can go and get forty dollars with the groceries, and I can make it to I get paid again on Friday. 
right? But what, just... are, but what are your options though? Like, I mean, Toronto's subway system sucks. I don't know it's if so Calgary bad. even has one. And no, so we have like an like, overland transit system, right? Yeah. With the LRT, the light rail like transit. Three stops. Yeah, but it doesn't get to every quadrant of the city. So transit's yeah. slow. What, you got to drive. Like we're, yeah. we're very like uh, car oriented uh, cities, like the whole country, like Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa. Yeah, Toronto's Calgary. probably the least. Like there's, there's no city that like nailed it where they're like, hey man, maybe we should plan for one day not having to drive a car. Like we just totally yeah. ignored that. We're building yeah. subways in Ukraine, though. We ignore that's that. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, That's okay. We'll send so, it all there. Why the hell not? We don't need any money here, apparently. Is there homeless encampments all over the place in Calgary right now? A lot more so now. And I mean, in our climate here, it's horrible. Because we'll hit you know weeks of minus 30, minus 40. But there are more and more encampments all the time. There's a bunch up in Edmonton. And I mean, that you didn't used to see that to the degree that you do now, even five years ago. Did you They're see not it sticking all around like, in the winter? No, where are they going? Where are they going in the winter? They going? should stay there all summer. Open you know? borders. Let's go. Everybody's Somewhere, just going where, back. I don't know where forth. they are in the winter because they're not in the same spot that they are in the summer. I think they, I believe, in my in my humble opinion, everybody's very naive, ignorant opinion, is that some people out there do enjoy that lifestyle. Yes, it's probably right? there's 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 some sort of attraction, some romanticization of like. You know, being in the tent in the park and with fuck the, the man, I'm you know, off. The I'm sure crib, there's lots of people bro. they don't want to be there and their life is struggling. And believe me, I'm 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 aware that that's not what I'm saying isn't completely true. But there's some people For who are everyone. just like disclaimer. You know yeah, yeah. The tent down the park. Then I'm gonna go it's sleep easier. in my mom's, uh, basement for the winter. You know, it's really cold in the winter, but you know, summertime. Well, I used to be, be a superintendent on large job sites. We used to do a lot of temp labor, and you'd hear all the stories from the temp laborers. A lot of them, you know, were coming from the street or coming out of, you know, assisted housing and whatnot. And for a lot of them, they'd show up and work every day, but then they could never make enough money to actually have savings to do first month's, last month's damage deposit. So they're right. basically just stuck in that full loop that they can't get out of. And with the cost of living, it's crazy. And then now in the city, we're converting a bunch of the old uh, high-rise towers downtown to affordable housing. And I actually uh, met a gentleman the other day who's running those projects. And I said, well, what makes it affordable? And he said, well, as long as we're a couple of hundred dollars under the average, then it's considered affordable. To some well, the average yeah. keeps going up through the roof. Well, it's not very affordable. Well, the yeah. province is now changing that. So there's new legislation where they're now actually going to change the definition of what affordable is. And so what they want to do is they want to be able to make it based more on um, income. And so then that way they can increase the amount of affordable qualifying units right. right even though the rent will be higher because it'll be more based geared towards income as opposed to like the market average which would then qualify those developments for different types of financing or development charge relief and stuff like that so it'll create more housing overall but it'll yeah. it'll basically just provide it won't provide a discount to anybody because right. you know they 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 have to charge more rent for uh, each unit in order to be able to justify you know actually building the property and actually and actually getting done but i, I have a funny story because you just mentioned the temp worker and i heard a guy from newfoundland when he came here i don't know how many years ago but at least 20 plus years ago and he um went to the temp agency for for work right he had 300 bucks in his pocket he had nothing here he arrived at union station and he had nothing you know no connections or anything like that so he went over to the temp uh employment office and they said, yeah, we got a job and, you know, show up here at this time. So he, first thing in the morning, they stick him in a van. You know, he's got no idea where he's going. He's in a van. They could be dropping him off, uh, you know, somewhere where he's not supposed to go or he, he may never see his family again. Along the 401, they pull over on the side of the road at Scarborough Town Center. They don't even get off the exit. They just pull over on the side of the road and say, okay, you get out here, pop the barrier, go over to Scarborough Town Center, talk to the janitor. You're making $63 a day and, uh, you know, good luck to you. And he went there and he just started working every single day to afford rent. And afford... so he's telling his story like he had his struggles coming from Newfoundland to work here in Toronto. Right. Yeah. And I think not too many people are willing to do that right now. Right. I think no. a lot of people would be would be looking at that yeah. and say, well, that's not an opportunity. What are you talking about? No, they'll that's, wait. That's how he led to getting the life where he is today. Right. They'll wait in line for hours and think that they did something. Right. Yeah. Or they'll send out a million emails and think that they did something. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no effort like lining up for a job is not trying to get a job. When I 
when I used to want to get a job when I was younger, like I got a fucking job, man. And maybe it's not the same now, but I'm pretty sure like the effort is not quite there for a lot of people because a lot of people I talk to are looking for good labor. They're looking for good people in their operations, right? They're not firing people. Like there's a lot of businesses still going on all cylinders. They're just not in construction. There's a ton of jobs available. It's just people don't want to do the job. Right. Anymore. It's not like yet. housing. It's right. Not yet. Not yet. Wait. It's, we don't have a housing rate's crisis. too low. Wait, wait till we get back up to six plus percent. There's plenty of housing that people can buy. They just, they, they can't actually buy it. It's too expensive, right? It's not the right product that's available right now. There's tons of people that would buy something if they actually could right now, right? The demand is there. The supply is dog shit and the supply just keeps getting more expensive like tk is saying because it has to or it doesn't pencil out which means it doesn't get built right so the only way stuff gets built is if we're pushing those prices higher or somebody gets decimated when we buy the property right like somehow something has to give right mm -hmm. but this is the thing is in order to get affordable on on the market you push the market up right because to keep that bottom part down you need to get more up here which you're allowed to do which is the crazy thing right like you you're you're allowed to compensate for, it's such fucking stupidity mm -hmm. right so so I, I i heard this yesterday and i thought it was so brilliant it was a george carlin line if you think there's a solution you are a part of the problem and Ooh, TK nice. and I have, but this is literally, yeah. TK and I for three plus years now have been doing this every week, trying to f literally trying to figure out something. I mean, it, it sounds like we're bitching and moaning. We're being goofs, but like, we're really trying to figure out, is there a better way to do this? And it's generally the line of questioning and where we kind of end up with everybody is there's gotta be a better way, right? There's gotta be a better way, but there doesn't seem to be, again, a willingness to find the better way by the people that matter and the people that don't matter. We're all busy with our own bullshit to really get around to making them make a difference for us, right? We're like, oh, okay, they're going to run us over with a horse or they're going to freeze our bank accounts or like who the hell knows what they're going to do. Did you see the video of that guy up in Trudeau's face? Telling him, you motherfucker, you fucked up the whole country. And Trudeau's just standing there like, really? I did? What did I do? Uh, da, da, da. Did you see that, TK? No. Did you see that, Marty? Mm -hmm. yeah. floating around. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a it's an honest opinion. I'll give it that. Honest opinion. What, what, wasn't there a day when, when, when I was growing up, like you were afraid to even say something bad about the president of the United States because you thought you would get killed or some FBI or somebody would come and get you, right? No, How, there was respect. There was, there was respect, respect for the prime minister too. and the president. You, did, no matter what your opinion was, you had a, a higher level of respect for them than right. pretty much anybody else in the country. But why didn't somebody tackle that guy? I is think my question. George, what, George W. Bush, whether he's he right or not. In, that's when things started to kind of get out of hand. And then Barack Obama came in and everyone's like, okay, yeah, he's cool. But then um, Trump really spoiled that, you know? And so then we looked at that and said, hey, you know what? I guess it's okay if you just sort of like punk off your leader and, you know, they can, they'll, they'll deal with it. And now Trudeau has been the butt of many people's jokes, right? The country, yeah. the country is the talk of the world right now of how fucked up and how bad politically economically like our housing bubble like everything is the talk of all of the maybe we're a distraction for all their horseshit right now but they're all talking about us and that's scary because we went from being absolutely the butt end of every joke as an insignificant flea on the side of the united states right to being like the poster boy for a socialist dictatorship and the wrong way to go. And everybody here like is just like, well, just vote him out. Like who that voted like him in? We'll vote for the other guy. Vote for the other guy. Cause yeah, that makes a difference. But no, seriously, like how was that guy not tackled by security? First of all, why the hell was the 
How prime minister so taking that shit from this guy yeah right why was he filming his chest too that's kind of fucking annoying like if you're gonna do it man like get the footage right how come nobody else got a video of him doing that to the guy maybe the whole well, thing was a weird setup or something he looked all cracked out too they're saying trudeau he looked all like demented <laughs> i was i was told i was so told yesterday funny. I was told yesterday, um, actually, by one of our listeners about not being allowed to uh, buy properties in Italy because the way that the Canadians have the ban on foreign buyers, other countries have had reciprocal policies put in place. And so, yeah, well, Canadians can't buy here either. Really? And and, and Italy was one of them. And there's other countries, too. Um, but this is the type of situation. It's not just Canadians are upset with Trudeau. Right. It's that the world, the seems, world to be. seems to be. Like we used to go in World War II and we would be sitting there, uh, you know, you know, living, you know, not we, but Canadians in World War II. We would be going in there and it we? Would be warm welcome <laughs> Canadians. We would be warm welcoming. Uh, we'd get warm welcomed all over the world. You go back after Europe in the 50s, 60s. Everyone says you're Canadian. We love you. Da, 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 da. Right. Like that's how we grew up. Right. Yeah. Hey, like we're the nicest people on earth. Of, hey, of Canada everybody. is very high. Right. Um, it's great here. Hey. It feels like that's changing. Well, they used like, to be able to put the Canadian badge on your backpack and you could travel anywhere and everybody was happy to that's see what you. they told me. Now right? they're happy they to see you, but they just want to talk shit about Trudeau. But but that's they, it. They everybody. Yeah, no, it's it's I don't even know what they think we are like. Nobody's focused on the people. The people are like. I think everybody's just in shock right now with what's going on, including us. I mean, we're I'm watching it change around me and I'm like, where the how did this all how did it get like this here how did this guy get into power first of all and now that he's in nobody likes him how is he still in power like what the fuck is going on here and that's the problem with canada is we're so fucking tolerant that we'll pay okay fine 40 percent tax okay fine 50 percent tax okay fine 56 percent tax but stop taxing us please okay fine 50 you, oh, you want to change the hst now like like they're gonna get it from us one way or another here we just sit here and take it and then it's like the vaccines and then the mask mandates and then like now what about I don't know if this affects you. I don't know if this affects us. The CRTC, this whole new thing with the CRTC, where podcasts and all these streaming services have to register. I don't know. I'm getting inundated with emails saying, are you guys going to register your podcast? Are you guys going to register? Not that anybody even hears this thing, but like. Yeah. How does that affect you guys? So because that is the new rule now, right? That everything has to be registered. I don't know what the new rule is. I heard it's like you got to make over 10 million. And although we're close. Marty, they're we're very they're close. Just trying, they're just trying to obviously, you know, prevent the big corporations from, you know, having the type of control that they do and, and having the type of uh, information spread the way they do. And they want to be able to protect Canadian journalism and everything else like that by having them compensated fairly for their articles and stuff like that. Like, I don't totally disagree with the policies and stuff oh like that. We God, are not affected by it. <laughs> we're not, we're not affected by it. We can basically talk about these articles for free as long as we want and no one no one's going to stop us i guarantee some of it is comical we just spent i was just in vegas last weekend and i really enjoyed being able to see all of the canadian news again on instagram while i was in vegas oh is it different back in canada it's all gone crazy did you go to that big round uh thing the the... beer yeah we've seen it that is quite the yeah. setup it looks but cool. they're in the wow. middle of uh, setting up for the f1 race down there right now oh my god that thing is crazy. Can you imagine like who, how do you, how do you pencil that real estate deal? Okay. We're going to build the biggest eyeball of all time with $8 billion worth of LEDs. And it doesn't make any money, but and, yeah, people it, will come to see it and they'll spend money at our other casinos. over TikTok. Okay. It's going to be yeah. all over TikTok and uh, that's about it. Yeah. But they build fast in Vegas. Like it's really One. sad. The environment that we've got here for construction i don't know if it's the same like in calgary is that the same where you know people complain about how long it takes to be able to actually build something well, absolutely unless there's a there's a, a fine line always like if you have the money you can build it as fast as you want really See, right? not in toronto not in toronto it doesn't matter how much oh, really you got. yeah no you're you're how you're, much more you're money not even do you gonna put there? a shovel in the ground it doesn't matter how much money you have yeah 
And when you do start building again, you can't afford to throw all your money at it because you'll lose money because it's already too expensive to build. Try building downtown. Think about what it's like to build in downtown Toronto. You got to close streets. You got to, you know, you got to pay for police to be there every day right you gotta you gotta bring like you know anything you want to do you're not just upgrading your property you're upgrading all the things around you like it's just like it's a nightmare to do and and you have to save the historic fronts of the buildings that were built in the 20s right that can barely stand on their own there's a ton of that there's a ton of shells still up right now that they're building and it's millions stupid you know how many affordable units go into like just shoring together and keeping structurally sound this fucking facade that nobody gives a shit except for three women on the heritage committee but seriously think about it you spend let's say listen for the developer it's a line item on the budget you spend four million dollars keeping this thing up but how many units can get built for that four million if they just let you level that shit and put up a new building that looks kind of like it even yeah, right? like recreate it is nothing. It's just like a building cost. But or like, just name the building after it. Something. You know? But Do like something. you got these four Bettys sitting there going like, we're going to make our heritage registry and make sure that the like fine yeah. in the 20s. It's OK. Nobody needed the fucking land. But guess what? Like we need the land now. Right. Unless you want to go travel from Hamilton or like soon they're going to take a train from Calgary to get downtown Toronto for their job. Cause they drove to qualify so fucking far. We got to like shuttle people like from Calgary, right? hundred percent. Right? We got a high speed train, high speed train, 20 from minutes from to Calgary Ontario soon, like hundred percent in a tunnel. You know? Right. I don't know without, how long it's going to take. Yeah. With the, with the oil. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah right next maybe to we it. don't need the oil anymore. Can you imagine? Okay. What would happen in Calgary? Literally, if they just like had replaced oil, greened out the whole world and like, we don't need, we don't need more natural gas anymore. Solar power. We figured it out. Uh, Nuclear. Don't need, don't need oil anymore. Petroleum projects. Products are bad day here. Bad day, right? Yeah. Is everybody in oil there? For that duplex anymore. Like, is it like 50, 50 oil people and real estate people there? Like what else is going on in Calgary? It's still probably 70, 30. Oil Which one's 70? Oil? Oil and gas. Really? Yeah. But now so I guess, but now that prices have kind of started going bananas, are people talking more about real estate? Like everywhere you go, it's like, oh yeah. Because here in Toronto, even in the down market, every, like if you, if you go to a restaurant, you turn to your right, turn to your left, like somebody's talking about real estate. So I think in Calgary, it's oil and price of the oil. Price of barrel oil is up. So they're all probably talking oil again. Right? Yeah. It's always oil and gas, but a lot more real. I mean, well, honestly, for me, my world always ends up being in real estate because that's all we deal with is real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it is a constant discussion, just cost of everything right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether it be the groceries, your oil, your gas, you know, Calgary has higher utility costs than Edmonton does. So everybody wants to complain about that. Uh, you get out into the rural properties. Sometimes it's even cheaper than the rural properties. And it's all transfer rates and everything else. And it just drives everybody crazy, right? You look mm-hmm. at your gas bill and the gas bill itself, your usage is cheap. It's the riders and taxes and fees. Delivery. That yeah. drive it all. What the and hell is the this delivery charge anyways? Like they fucking put the pipe in. 50 years ago in this house what are the, where's the delivery it's like they just kept the tap open yeah what the fuck is going on here hold on i got a question and this is a serious question tk like there was an inspection that came with my house we bought it in the in not the peak of the market but it was peakish close to peak peakish it was it was a crazy environment like you didn't get to like think interest rates are two percent the bottom line. Yeah, even less, I think, people were yeah, interest getting rates. interest yeah. uh, tied up for it. Was it. A, it was called the free money period. It was it was a crazy time. But uh, it came with an inspection report, okay? And so, I mean, I guess we took it in as is, where is condition because it was a firm offer and a bully offer and a bullshit and all blah, 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 blah. But, like, we relied on the home inspection as part of the reason why we were able to go firm, right? It was presented to us as a tool to help people 
go firm in the environment that we were in. Right. But it turns out that the inspection was total fucking horseshit. And there was a lot of shit that we uncovered. There was, by there was a few just, things that were like, whatever, like could have happened and, you know, normal shit, or maybe, yeah. you know, overlooked or whatever. But some the, flagrant the tarp, fouls the on the here, roof, man. the tarp on the roof. <laughs> just so happened it, to be like the it, only picture of the roof that wasn't they didn't in take, the... there was a tarp on the one side yeah 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 so 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 you've seen some crazy shit in your time i've seen videos of it but i i know i needed a roof when i bought the place how how much could if somebody were to pay you and they say marty look you know i'm gonna pay you yeah. five thousand dollars to do this home inspection and we're gonna you know, just fucking turn the other way, bro. You know, use the photos from the other house that you did. Don't, just don't look at the right, right you know, side like, of the house. Don't look at the left deal. side. Not a big deal. So that's the uh, constant chatter on TikTok, of course, on a lot of the videos. Oh, the inspector's paid off, or the city's paid off, or this yeah. or that's paid off. I mean, the way I look at it, I've been in the trades now for 30 years. I've never once seen anybody get paid off for anything. Now, it's always the great urban myth. Mm, oh, but, but I've never yeah, seen, you never know uh, times are different Marty. you know people are Marty's desperate right now guy, they want to hide that asbestos All right. yeah i mean i've got listen i've had realtors that have asked me to not put certain items in a report and i'm just my honest answer is i'm not working for you i'm working for the client that's mm -hmm. going in the report so whether they buy this house or not that's not on they paid you. for the report and buried it and they never they never even gave it to anybody they're like Shut yeah that it can happen I wonder how many people doctor the document after they get it from the inspector so that like certain things are missing. Like maybe that Marty picture never of the fucking about that. Roof. He was just like, oh my yeah, god!" Seriously, imagine how many people go, <laughs> oh, I can't my fucking gosh. have this in here. Right? This That's all you gotta do. Page 26, 27, 29, 30, 31. Yeah. How come it goes from 27 out. to 35? Uh, yeah, don't worry no about reason. those pages. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen, nothing in today's world would surprise me anymore. Yeah. People, like I used to think that, you know, I, you know, I'm old enough now, I've pretty much you know, I can't really be surprised as often. I get surprised no every day. Every day, for sure. If you're going up in attics, I just saw your video of you going up in an attic. And I, like, how the hell? That, so so he goes up in the attic and there's like live wires in the sea of attic insulation, just like left there on a tile. Like they put a ceramic tile because that is going to save you know, the day, right? Conductive. The best on that one is they actually ran a they tied in a piece of coax into the live electrical to transfer some power. Oh, sure. What? Yeah. Where else are you get it from? But but yeah. you then you you did say in another video like like if it works is it wrong or like something to that effect. But like that I remember when I used to build it was like people would tell you how to do it and you, I would be like. There's not just one way to fucking do it. I'm sorry. Like, there's so many ways to frame the same wall properly, right? Even though there isn't, but there's like, there's guys do one cut different here than there, and it's still cool, but it's not the way that I would have done it. Yeah. But, and there's many ways to do it exactly the right way within code. It just also might be done 10 different ways, right? right? Like, there's 12 different ways to wire a three way switch in a house. Which is right, which is crazy. You would crazy. think you, know, you go to check on one or go to change the switch out, and you're like, "Well, I need to talk to the original electrician because I have no idea how this was done." Have you ever like turned on a switch and the house starts like smelling like smoke? Well, listen, you'll turn on a switch, you'll hear something buzzing, you'll see like it's some of the stuff that you find is just. I was in a home, uh, probably about six months ago now, down in the basement, and I go to check the main power panel. I look up. All the grounds have been cut off the panel. So the I've got a 100 amp panel I'm looking at with no cover plate on it that's completely ungrounded. And then as I'm standing in there, I'm kind of like, you can smell some natural gas. Well, there's a natural oh. gas leak at the furnace. So oh. like I'm just in like the perfect scenario of everything going sideways. Oh my God. Close it back up, back upstairs, call the listing agent, be like, hey, this is what's going on. Mm. So I wonder maybe, if they fixed it after. I don't know. And the shame of it was on that property in particular, it was headed towards foreclosure. So 
I don't know if there was something going on in there. Oh, Marty, but, Marty busted them in the middle of the uh, of the play. Oh, that's the worst one that I've. <laughs> you come called across, the inspector, right? you what? idiots! What are you doing? Why'd you it's call two twenty-five? You better get out of there quick. Yeah. <laughs> that's the closest I felt to just being like, "Oh my god, something like this is very, very bad." There was a I house that did that when I was young. Like now we're talking about the, I don't know if this is happening or not uh, in Calgary, but people are lighting their houses on fire while they're being built um, to avoid by closing. the builders to try to avoid closing, which, you know, is yet to be seen if this is even a good strategy or not. But is there was, that going on? <laughs> right. I don't know if well, that's happening in Calgary. It's not proven, but the, yeah. it's not the builders for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like the one guy lit that one house on fire. I would go and just, ask him a few questions to see where he was on Saturday night, because I'm sure it's going to lead to something. Yeah. But I remember when builders... I was a kid, I was, when I was a kid, I was like nine, 10 years old. I'm sleeping over at my friend's house. We heard this big boom. And my friend's dad was a cop and he was like, what did you guys do? Right. And we're like, nothing, what's going on. And so it was such a loud noise. He said, come with me. So we jumped in the car, we drove. And then like, because he was so investigative, he like drove like north and we kept driving and then he saw some lights and then he kept going. And then we were like right at the the, the line and everything else because the police had battered it off. He had to ask questions and all that kind of stuff. And somebody had gone on vacation and set off some sort of home contraption in order to be able to blow up their house for whatever reason. Right. And it was like very obvious what they had done and they were all on oh, vacation shit. and they all the the fire marshals found out how they did it and the guy ended up getting charged and whatever his situation was. Right. But that is something that people do. It's, it's that oh desperate gosh. action. Right. And it's may maybe not to like, sometimes maybe to commit other crimes, but usually it's just this insurance part where they, you know, they can't pay their bills anymore or whatever. And blowing up the house is the best idea they could come up with. So well, haven't had any, uh, Marty know of those. in Calgary. Yeah. Not yet, but Maybe wait. It only happens here in Toronto. No, Maybe it's, it's just... going to happen in Calgary. Listen, there's a reason Calgary is booming right now. It's all the idiots still need somewhere to put their money, right? And it's the, it makes the most sense, just like you were saying before, because it's like Vancouver's too expensive too. Montreal's too expensive too. So like, what's the next best big city in Canada? It's Calgary, right? And Calgary's like getting cooler, like it it's getting a cachet about it that it's like a cool place to go live now and it's cheaper so i mean maybe in two years they're gonna have to start considering none of it as the next cool if place global warming Calgary's is real expensive. calgary is gonna be booming if if global warming is real and all of a sudden now in the winter time it's only gonna be like minus 10 there get ready marty you guys are gonna need some subways and uh you know some some more real estate agents you don't nearly have enough real estate agents that's for sure. Well, we've only got 7,300, I think, right now. Um, do you know uh, Justin it's Haver? Yeah. yeah. What? So he's, a, he's, like the, he's like the top REMAX uh, agent in Calgary. Yeah, they're the biggest uh, REMAX. Well, they're one of the biggest REMAX teams in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we actually, yeah, well, we deal with them. You deal with them? Weekly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're That's a busy good. team. They do, so, like, high volume. Marty's a yeah. good guy. You can tell. So I guess the, does the TikTok thing work for business or is it just for fun or is it actually driving no, so traffic? I honestly started that a year ago because we deal with so many young realtors that you know they, they kept at me they're like, listen, you just need to put content on TikTok, and I'm like, I'm too old to put stuff on TikTok. They're like, no, no, just do it, just start it. So you know, we're a year in now, and oh. honestly, we book probably five inspections a week off of TikTok. Wow. And we've gotten 9 million views on videos. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, it has been an absolute game changer for business. And what it's done is kind of allow people to see kind of the inside of what goes on in the process and see, mm -hmm. you know, this is what you're actually getting with your new home. This is some of the stuff that you never thought to look at. You assume you, better, you bought it when everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. Well, it's not. You better get a fucking inspection by somebody yeah. other than well, the Well, they builder. trust you, right? They see that you're finding the stuff. And so they're like, and you're being honest about it. So they're like, you know, this guy's going to do that job for me. And that's what they want. Yeah. But it's opened up a lot of eyes to what people assumed they were buying to the reality of, you know, this is what I might have actually got. Uh, yeah. If people you're probably the only, only home inspector near. on TikTok. Now, there's a couple other guys, but they're not like funny, like like Marty is. And they're not there's just a different like vibe you get off of Marty's videos. Yeah, That's at TikTok. least what attracted me to his Ish. videos, because there's a few other guys that show deficiencies. But there's like his way, you know, his way. Well, you got to keep some, 
some levity to it, right? Sure. And you got to keep it kind of, you know, put the information out, but also have a little bit of humor, right? And so, yeah. you know, I kind of, I love to say that things are done by good enough construction and they're consistently shitty. They're consistently <laughs> shitty, that's for sure. Good yeah. enough is always good enough, you know? Like it's good enough is always good enough. 100% of the time is good enough, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that, that, that's the name of the... Well, the enough. fact that you jumped on our uh, skit with us today was—I uh, knew know, he impressive. would. I knew it. I knew yeah, it. Because this is, you know, this is—he's got boundaries here, right? So it's okay. We he's got, got some boundaries. Runners, so he turned down they're the first big, part. They are. They are there. He turned down the first part. He I don't turned down the him. other video on our other channel. Yeah, but uh, you know that's okay. The Canadian real estate show is not so bad. But uh, thank oh, you, sir. Well, listen, we appreciate you know you guys even reaching out to us. So you know, love the conversation. Hey, listen, sometimes you bigger guys have to help pull us smaller guys out of the nine million uh, views, right? We're like, you know, approaching can't even get anybody to watch our TikTok. Our TikTok's a bloody joke. But anyways, Mr. Marty, thank you very much. It was great to meet you. I feel like I already knew you, but thank you. Thank you for your help with the skit. Uh, What is the name of your TikTok channel for everybody? How do we find you? So say it again, because I cut you off for a change. Sorry. Under Nook and Cranny Home Inspections on TikTok. Nook and Cranny. cranny. And he gets into every Nook and Cranny he can fit himself into. I saw him get stuck in an attic hatch once. That was kind of funny. (laughs) Well, the hips don't lie. The hips don't lie. (laughs) I I tried to... uh, Okay, here. I'm going to give you a scenario, and I want to see if you can figure this out. Okay? And, and, And then we'll let you go. So I built a house, and... On the main floor, okay, so you had the house, and then above this family room, there was the master ensuite with like tons of plumbing, ridiculous amounts of plumbing. It was a big, expensive luxury house. And underneath it on the main floor, every once in a while, this bubble would form in the ceiling, right? And then it would disappear, and then it would form, and it would disappear. And I noticed that it came when the rain came. But I couldn't figure out what it was. And I tried all the plumbing. It was water. Eventually it popped and water dripped on everybody. And it was a whole lot of fun. They paid a lot of money for this house. They were not impressed, but I couldn't figure it out. And I opened up all the plumbing. I had inspectors there and everybody there. Nobody could ever figure out what it was. And I ripped apart like bricks. I thought maybe it's coming in through brick ties. Like I tried everything and I'll tell you after what it ended up being, but I'd love to know, if you heard this scenario, where would you look? And what would you come up with? So obviously with today's technology, the easiest thing to start with, run all the water and everything, check with the thermal camera underneath it, see if there's anything thermal from that. Camera. If nothing shows up with that, then for me, I would probably head to the roof, uh, check any of the venting on the roof and see if there's any chance of water or if the venting's not done properly and during a rainfall. If any water is coming back down through any piping on the roof. Hmm. And then the envelope for the house would be. See, the, Marty uh, would have found it. Marty would have found it. But it took for like, I I must have had four people go there. Inspectors. I had like everybody on the earth. And one day, just so happened. He passed the test. But one day I just went up into the attic and I was like, I don't even know what took me up there. And I looked towards the skylight and I saw this little tiny bit of light like a piece of caulking was missing in the corner of the skylight okay i was like you got to be kidding me so next time it rained i can't I, I went back into the attic and i saw through this tiny like i'm talking a pinhole in the caulking down the skylight down the truss across the bottom of the truss across the top plate of the wall down the wall, through the the whole second floor. It bypassed the second floor and came out in the main floor ceiling of the family room. Yeah. Yeah. Water's fun. You can get anywhere. That motherfucking water, man. The bane of my existence. The reason I stopped building is anxiety over rain at night. I know know a guy who bought a house. It was a new build. It was seven years old. It was up north somewhere. And uh, he got um, an inspector. The inspector came in, did the work. Everything was fine. He said, great, great house, seven years old. Should be no problem. So then he all of a sudden, he had some water coming in one day. And then he found out that the um, upstairs had some sort of issue. There was like 
a roof, maybe like a flat roof, or there was something, there was like an ice damming and it, you know, it caused some, some uh, water penetration. And then it went down this like main column of the home into this other part of the basement. And it was just like this huge thing. And the water was, it was so saturated that it was just like this major job in order to be able to fix it. So it was like six figures. I don't know. He had to fix it. Right. And he sued the sellers. I don't know what the outcome is. I should call him and find out, but he sued the sellers to find out because um, he started to unpeel everything. And then he found some um, like Tyvek, you know, like a uh, vapor barrier or something like th that was, let's say the house was built in 2003. The vapor barrier said like 2011 on it. So it was like, he knew that they had opened up the walls to try to fix this, but you know, couldn't. And then they just patched it all back up and sold the property. And in the APS that he bought it, you know, it wasn't through me, it was up North. It was like sold as is no warranties, representations, da, 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 da. So we have this issue in law, that's a, a latent material defect, which is something that is, you know, a buyer can't see and uh, no reasonable effort could, could, could determine it and that it should be disclosed. And so it becomes, is that something that the sellers didn't disclose? So he took him to court. So oh, I'll let I you guys know next week what guys. the outcome was. Yeah. Oh, we need we'll to sue. Out. Can I sue the inspector, Marty? If he concealed something? I mean, you, like, it's happened, right? And, or stuff gets missed, right? I always tell people, like, for, honestly, for me, if I wanted to inspect a home, I want to go on the coldest day of the year or the wettest day of the year. Wettest day. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. everything looks good in plus 30 in August. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, you can't find, you know, exterior wall deficiencies, any moisture issues are dry. You know, the house looks amazing. And I guess the biggest thing for people to understand, too, is that we're there for a window of time. So our inspection is basically done in a three hour period. And it's a snapshot of the home in that three hours. Yeah. If something happens outside of that, well, we have no way of knowing what it does when it rains if it's not raining when we're there. Right. So you have to do, you know, you got to put your investigative hat on as best you can with that at the same time. You don't know if somebody's repainted a wall or if they've kind of thrown a bucket up in the ceiling that you can't see. So, I mean, those are the latent defects that happen with people and they just leave it like that and hope that you don't find it. Right. And then, you know, a year down the road, if you do some more renos, then you can kind of find some of those issues. But then you're dealing with, you know, you're trying to go back to the original seller. Can you sue dun, dun, dun. the seller for concealing that kind of you stuff? You can sue anybody for anything. It's just, are you going to win or not? But, you know, if right. it's a late material defect and the seller didn't disclose it and they had, you can prove they had knowledge of it, then yeah, that's something that's more than enough grounds to sue them. Absolutely. Oh my God. We got a case here. This Something is what I need right material, now. Latent Another lawyer. Defect. There's like a difference it. between latent and patent. Patent is if you could, if you went on the roof, you would have saw it. So therefore you didn't go on the roof. Yeah, but what if it was the drains are like redirected under the house and fucked up on purpose? And you have to prove that up. they know. Yeah. You have to prove that they know. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's a fun game of proving anything, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. And even if you prove it, everybody's broke. You can't get anything or it's like in somebody else's name or some bullshit. The whole system's fucked from top to bottom. Marty, that's a perfect place to leave things off, I think. Right. Perfect. Good to meet you, sir. Again. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back again. That was good. That was Thanks, fun. Marty. Thanks, guys. Adios. TK, have a good day. You too. Please subscribe. and. Well,